0: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له و من يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتون إلا وأنتم مسلمون a vessel can only pour forth what it contains. A vessel can only pour out what it already has inside of it. And this is reflective of the heart of the person. If a person's heart is filled with compassion and mercy, then when they pour, that's what's going to come out because that's what's already truly within them. And the opposite can also be true. If someone only has harshness within their heart, then when they pour, naturally that's what's going to come out because that's what's inside. So as we approach the best 10 days of the year, which are just a few days away, subhanallah, the first 10 days of the we ask Allah to help us to reach these days and to take advantage of them as best we can within each of our own unique capacity and we ask Allah to accept our efforts in that regard Amni rabbil mean, one of the the one of the keys and if you think about a key if someone has a fancy car if someone has a fancy house you still need the key now the key is not something that's naturally large in size but it is large so to speak in significance if you have the car without the key, then you can't benefit from that car. You can't enjoy that car. You cannot get from point A to point B. That key is extremely key, literally. It's extremely important. The same thing with the house. You can have this amazing house, but if you can't get in, then what's the point of the house? One of the keys to maintain our iman, to sustain our connection, our relationship with Allah Azza wa jal, is very simple but also very effective with an E and effective with an A. Effective with an E as in cause and effect and effective with an A because it affects the heart. It has a huge effect on the heart and that is the constant journey of each and every one of us turning to Allah, returning to Allah over and over and over. Tawbah, 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 asking Allah for forgiveness over and over and over. What's supposed to happen when this is done not just in general, but ideally on a consistent basis, albeit something small. It could be 10 times a day, 1 time a day, 20 times a day, whatever works for the person. But if they're consistent in connecting with this key of unlocking their hearts, unlocking their relationship with their Maker, with their Creator, with Allah Azza wa If they're consistent, what should happen, the heart becomes supple, The heart becomes softer. The heart becomes more tender, not weak. Not weak, because with, within our faith we we have this we have this ideal balance that we want to have. You don't want to be a wolf with sheep, and you also don't want to be a sheep with wolves. There were times within the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ he was extremely soft, and there were other times he was very tough because each situation called for something specific within those unique situations. Now there's no doubt the norm of the Prophet was to to always lean towards mercy, compassion, forgiveness. That was always the default. But if necessary, then there was another side. At the time of the conquest of Mecca, the, the Prophet did forgive the majority of the people. So there was that rahmah, and that was the default, that was the majority, but there were still a few examples there were still a handful of characters, they had crossed the red line, and that was too much. So the Prophet had both والسلام, But he also taught us what our first option should typically be, and that is rahmah. And he embodied that concept, he embodied that ideal, that moral, that ethics and we ask Allah to help us to try our best to follow in his footsteps. One of the keys to, to keeping a soft heart, to, to, to keeping it supple, to, to, to protect the heart from becoming overly rigid and firm and coarse and harsh, is istighfar. Astaghfirullah wa atubu astaghfirullah wa atubu astaghfirullah wa atubu Constantly seeking forgiveness from Allah Azza wa Jal. And one of the major effects of this is it reminds the person that my priority number one in terms of who I'm going to focus on, it has to be me. It has to be me, I have to continuously polish my heart and let's say someone they put in a lot of work during Ramadan, during the first 10 days of the hijjah during whatever time of year, right? whenever that may be, let's say they put in a lot of time and effort, they put in a lot of work in terms of polishing their heart in general and a key ingredient for that is istighfar, is tawbah, to constantly turn to Allah and ask Allah for forgiveness over and over and over. Let's say they do that and their heart begins to shine more and more and more. And they notice that and, and they feel a difference. And they notice that it's, it's helping to, to recalibrate so many other things in their lives not just the heart, but the heart literally is the heart of the matter. Start with the heart and then things will permeate everything else. Going back however many millennia ago, however however many thousands of years ago, when when Prophet Nuh ﷺ, and this is how you know his timeless advice, we're still benefiting from it until now. Centuries upon centuries later. What did he tell his people? What was some of his his important key advice for them? Ask Allah for forgiveness. Allah Allah is the most forgiving. Allah is the most forgiving, just turn to Him. Allah is more than ready to forgive you, just turn to Him. You're not just turning to anyone, you're turning to The One. You're turning to The Most Forgiving. So it's not just going to be good for your heart to start with, but look at what he mentioned after that, turn to Allah. Recalibrate your heart, turn to Allah and ask Allah for forgiveness, do that Allah will send you rain, Allah will help you financially, Allah will help you within your family, Allah will give you gardens and rivers, what He's teaching them is to start with what's most important and then it'll spread to other areas of your your life that you may not even associate with your heart but He's teaching us that it's all connected in some way shape or form back to our own hearts. What do we do when there's Salatul Istisqa, a key part of it is asking Allah for forgiveness. Turning to Allah and asking Allah, asking Allah, forgive me, forgive me, forgive us. We need your forgiveness. We need you to forgive us. And this is something that that, that that is even across the board. If someone thinks of themselves that they put in a lot of time and effort within whatever finite period of time, that's really good, mashallah. They notice that they're feeling better. Their heart starts to shine more and more. They're feeling more confident in their relationship with Allah. So on and so forth. Do they then have the luxury to kick their feet up and say, Now I'm good. Now I don't have to do tawbah anymore. Now I don't have to make istighfar anymore. Now I don't really have to worry about my relationship with Allah anymore because right now I feel like it's good. I feel like I have enough good deeds in my savings account that I think I can coast for a little and just take some time off. Let me take vacation for six months from my relationship with Allah because I have these savings that should fill in for those six months and a little extra I should be okay. That's not how it works with Allah. That's not how it works with the heart of the believer. It's not necessarily about opening the floodgates and just doing like huge amounts of grandiose things all at once. If a person has that capacity, may Allah accept it. But we want to have a long-term plan in mind. And when you look at the teachings of the Prophet himself, consistency, 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 even if it's small. And he taught us that it's not just good to do that, the most beloved deeds to Allah. Think about that for a moment. The Prophet didn't just teach us, this is like, really good this is a b-plus approach that's good it's not an a but it's good the prophet taught us the most beloved deeds to allah are those that are consistent even if they're small so if a person thinks about this and they decide that you know what i want to i want to pluck that that fruit from the tree of the prophet i want to pluck that fruit that hadith from the many teachings of the prophet that one i want to take and protect I want to taste it, I want to eat it, I want to benefit from the nourishment, I want to live that hadith. I want to take that idea and I want to start a small habit today, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, whatever works for the person, but I want to take that idea and I want to put it into practice. I want to have the rubber meet the road as it relates to me investing in my relationship with Allah And one of the keys. Is to turn to Allah in forgiveness over and over and over. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. None of us is above this. So long as we're above the ground, none of this is ab- none of us is above this. What does Allah tell us in Surah Al-Nur? ilallahi jamia'n ayyuhal la'allakum tuflihun. Allah evens the playing field. Allah says, "All of you who are believers, turn to Allah in tawbah. The, the, this idea, this part of the ayah, it applies to someone who. They're, they may be praying their five prayers every day plus extra fasting Ramadan and extra going for a Hajj consistently and Umrah and doing all. Even for that person who is already giving a lot of sadaqa and doing a lot of good deeds, so on and so forth. There's still this constant need of tawbah. If you think about it, if you hydrate yourself properly one day, the next day you don't say, you know, I hydrated myself really well yesterday. Okay, so I don't have to hydrate today. No, we need water every day. We need water consistently. And istighfar is the water for the soul. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to make this a reminder of benefit for each and every one of us. We ask Allah to forgive each and every one of us. And we ask Allah to instill the hope in each and every one of our hearts to, to not only ask Him for forgiveness, but to have the hope that He's definitely Going to forgive us, we ask Allah to fill our hearts with that. the When we look at different ayahs in the Quran, and the Quran is very beautifully specific and nuanced in, in so many countless ways, subhanAllah. And one brief example of this is when you look at the different terms that Allah uses when describing different things and the more time even consistently but small or even small but consistently you start to notice this trend throughout the Qur'an that the more time you spend with the Qur'an it could be reading it could be listening it could be understanding it could be practicing there's so many different ways to approach it and all of them have Abundant benefit, and we ask Allah to accept all of our efforts and Ya bin mean, you start to notice how precise the Quran is more and more and more over time. And you start to notice that wow Allah, Allah used this specific word in this specific story. Allah described this situation with this word. Allah gave this command and Allah used this word in connection with it. When we look at the word Allah uses when it comes to seeking a living, everyone needs to seek a living. Everyone has a need to pay their bills. Everyone has a need to sustain themselves and their family. But what what's the word Allah uses for that thing that is very important and it's definitely a need? Allah says, Allah says, basically, walk through the earth and, and seek your living. wa wa Allah uses the term walk. So when it comes to making a living, there's a need. For us to walk, there's a need. We can't just sit down and not do anything. We have to try our best to walk, to put an effort, to roll up our sleeves, to, to, to do what we can, to dot our eyes and cross our t's, to prepare the resume, to send it, to prepare for the interview, so on and so forth. All that being said, what's the specific verb Allah says? Allah says, Walk. But then when it comes to istighfar, when it comes to tawbah, when it comes to turning to Allah, and seeking Allah's forgiveness, once, twice, thrice, a hundred times, over and over and over. When it comes to that idea, Allah doesn't say walk. Allah says flee. Fafirru <laughs> إِلَى If if you could probably find these you know different videos on YouTube. If you may Allah protect all of us. But if, if you fi- if you see someone who's like if someone finds out that a lion is about to attack them, they're not just gonna walk and and say well you know I'm gonna like you know take my time. No, you you flee. That's what fleeing is. The nature of fleeing is to go as quickly as you can to escape the danger of what's what's coming. To avoid it as quickly and as fervently as possible. To to move hastily for your own good, for your own safety, for your own well-being, for your own preservation. Allah says, flee to Allah. فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنِّي لَكُم مِّنْهُ نَذِيرٌ مُّبِينٌ So for tawbah, for seeking Allah's forgiveness, Allah says flee. Don't just wait till next year to ask Allah for for forgiveness for a sin committed today or yesterday. Immediately turn to Allah and ask Allah for forgiveness the same day, the same night. And if a person takes their time, then the next day, the next night. I'm not necessarily encouraging that, but the feeling is to go quickly. Don't don't be like a ago. this is important. Another word, Allah uses sabiqu ila min to again the, this feeling of haste, of going quickly, hasty in a good way, not in a bad way. To compete with one another in good deeds, to compete with each other as it relates to seeking Allah's forgiveness. In the ayah, right before that in Surah Hadid, Allah describes the best case scenario of this life. I'lamu wa wa know that at best this life is play, amusement decoration, boasting among yourselves and competing in terms of the quantity of your your uh, uh, your your children and your wealth. Allah is saying, at best, that's what this life has to offer from the dunya perspective. In the next ayah, what does Allah say? There's something way better than that. There's something way better than that. In quantity, in quality, and it's longer lasting. مَا عِنْدَكُمْ وَمَا عِنْدَ Jannah doesn't run out, Jannah doesn't stop, Jannah doesn't get boring, Jannah is worth it. But we have to try to put in some effort. So Allah says, for that, so the one who created this dunya is telling us this dunya is faulty. If you go to buy a car and the car owner is telling you, look, I'm telling you from now that has this major issue, that major issue, that major issue. If you want, you can buy it, but you know, at your own risk. You're probably going to think twice about it because if they're telling you that there are these issues... Then you're gonna see it differently. If there's a recall for a car for a product, I'm gonna take your word for it. I need to, you know, send it back so you can fix it. I don't want my brakes to go out to go out on me, for example. So Allah says, go, flee, compete with each other. Go towards Jannah, compete towards Jannah towards Allah's forgiveness. And then in Surah Ali will conclude with this ila min And go quickly towards Allah's forgiveness, rush towards Allah's forgiveness, and Jannah, Allah connects time and time again. Istighfar, seeking forgiveness over and over and over with making it tajannah, With making it tajanna. ilayhi wa وَاسْتَغْفِرُوا To go towards Allah, to be consistent, to be upright. That's general, but then specifically Allah says right after that, and make istighfar, do istighfar, ask Allah for forgiveness. As we approach these 10 days, from now we should make istighfar, and then also during the 10 days we should make istighfar. And this is for all of us. If a person, this applies to the scholar, this applies to the, the, the Muslim who's also struggling with addiction, everyone in between, You have everyone has their journey, everyone has their place. Allah is saying, for all of you, just ask, just ask for forgiveness. So we should have that hope and we should give other people that hope. And if we can do that, that's a reflection of what's inside our vessel. The vessel of the heart. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. For forgive us. We ask Allah for His forgiveness. Allahu lana wa israfana amrina wa tabid aqdamana wa al kafirin. We ask Allah to forgive each and every one of our mistakes. We ask Allah to forgive all of our mistakes, the major ones, the minor ones, and everything in between. We ask Allah to help each and every one of us to turn a new page in the right direction as it relates to our relationship with Him. We ask Allah to accept these du'a's from us. We ask Allah to turn all of our hardships into ease. We ask Allah to turn all. All of our struggles into something better. We ask Allah to remove any pain that we're experiencing in any way, physically, mentally, spiritually. We ask Allah to alleviate us from that pain and we ask Allah to replace it with something better. We ask Allah for what's best in this life and the next and to protect us from His punishment. We ask Allah for special mercy, to shower special, special mercy upon all of us that only He can give us and to guide us through each and every one of our affairs. We ask Allah to fill our hearts with hope As it relates to turning to Him in forgiveness if, Even if we haven't done so in years Ya Allah, we're doing so today We ask You to forgive us We ask You to forgive us We ask You to forgive us And to refresh our Iman and Taqwa We ask You, Ya Allah, to make us people of Qur'an People of Islam People of Iman People of Ihsan We ask You to help us to try our best To live our faith And to help us to try our best To follow in the footsteps Of Your beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi wa We ask You Ya Allah, here and now to accept this dua from us. Subhanahu wa ta'ala wa ta'ala wa ta'ala wa ta'ala wa wa